It's happy hour again from Uptown New Orleans. Hello, I'm Grant Morris. Happy hour is part of the family of shows on the podcast network. It's neworleans.com. When you walk into a bar in New Orleans and you pull up a bar stool, you never know who's going to be sitting on either side of you. What you do know is no matter what they look like, what they're wearing, whether they just got out of a limousine or just got out of jail, they're going to be happy to talk to you because that's New Orleans. And this is happy hour, a cocktail-fueled 60 minutes of random conversation with folks who have nothing in common. Other than we're all New Orleanians in a bar, we're at the fabulous Wayfair Bar today on Ferret Street in Uptown New Orleans. What is Wayfair? Good question. It's a restaurant and a bar where they serve handcrafted food and spirits. They put fine dining into a sandwich and fine booze into a glass. They have a three-hour happy hour here every day from 4 to 7 o'clock. Consecutively, that is. Mm. And uh, they have a brunch on Saturday and Sunday. Also right. consecutively on the weekend. Now, I just got a text. This will be from our producer, Graham DuPonting. Let's see what she says. Yes. Good news. Okay, so that's good news. Good word. That's good, right? Yep. Yes. Yep. I asked her, is Ross definitely coming? And she said yes. So Great. I assume he's going to be here, right? I don't know this guy, but I'll look forward he's to it. He's awesome. Right. Wait till you meet him. I think, have you met him before? Jack Locke is here. The fabulous no. Jack Locke is with us today. That's right. Yeah, no, I've not met him before. He's awesome. Eddie Nahera is here as well. Hello, Eddie. Hello. And uh, Andrew Duhon's back two weeks, three weeks in a row. Three weeks in a row. That's a total, that's a total new record. That's a record. So yeah. we've got, and Ross Carpelman is going to be joining us, right, sitting right there in just a moment. Here he is, right here. Oh, there he Ladies is. Gentlemen, All right. Ross Carpelman, <laughs> just as I picked Just got to say his name. Here he is. Ross, we were just talking about you. Put these headphones on and sit on down. Ah, oh, look, you look as fabulous as ever. This is like a sitcom where you just kind of cue it yeah. after the yeah. show starts. Wait till you, wait till you make the... Yeah, come on, come on. <laughs> yeah, you should have slipped on a banana skin on the way. Put those Audience headphones on. Audience applauds for like 30 seconds. See how they seconds. feel. How's the volume? Too loud, too oh, soft? Yeah, it's good. It's good, okay. Ross Carpelman, this is Eddie Nahera, Jack Locke. How you doing? And you Andrew Duhon, and that's uh, Alison Moon, our photographer over there. Yeah, Alison. And Chris, you remember, across our tech guy. Have you got your phone on you? You have to take your phone out of your pocket and put it on the table and keep it turned on for the whole show. Turned on? On, not off. Yes. Correct. That's, that's the key thing. So, so Ross, let me tell, I'll tell the guys about you. Ross is the founder of the House of Shock, as well as many other things. He's also uh, in the, what are you, in the Pantera, Down? No. None of those? I've uh, played tracks on those, uh, those bands. You're a keyboard player. I'm a keyboard player. Oh, nobody, cool. uh, nobody really actually respects the keyboard players. We don't really get a spot on the stage. <laughs> like Pantera would not... Uh, ever have a keyboard player on stage but I did because uh, like, that's too like lame or something for a heavy yeah, hard rock to have yeah, a keyboard player on stage I mean especially with a band like Pantera with their image and stuff like that so. I don't know that's kind of a badge of honor there you're Pantera's dirty little secret <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> one of many one of many right. I'm sure yeah. <laughs> yeah. and what, what was that Mystic Crew of Clearlight was the band that you yeah that was that's that your was, own band that, that you're was the band on stage for you know, members of uh, other bands other local bands here um, but also play with other bands that play with other bands. So, cool. you know, it's all... And so that would be enough for a lot of people to be, you know, re- recognized as a person and a whole bunch of... Hey, would you like a drink, by the way? We can Certainly. You, we have to hook you up with I a drink somehow. What, you know. I don't know what happened. Yeah, well, you were late. You walked in right after we I all set. I was trying to... I don't know if you saw me, but I was trying I to... I didn't. Was that the truck? No, oh, yeah. That was... I saw yeah. that. <laughs> I tried to get in there. I just... You I couldn't, couldn't park fit. it? The story oh, of my happened. life, I can't fit in the small holes. You are huge. I am a big man. What size are you? Very large. Very large. Extra large? Oh. F- extra, time. extra large. How many extra? In shirts? Or yeah, shirts. Sure. Okay. T-shirts. Uh, that would be a five times X. Five XL? Yeah, wow. X. Very nice. And Look at this one, yeah. <laughs> so you, you had like a lipo, not liposuction tummy tackle, or sta- yeah, yeah, staple I had, well, or something. Yeah, like I had the full, the full yeah. stomach cut. Mm. Yeah. So you should have seen me at uh, my heaviest. That was nine disgusting. X, right? How much? Did you <laughs> <laughs> How many X's was that? That was about eight. <laughs> eight X. Yeah. So I lost three X's. Mm. That's pretty good. Where would you buy Triple an eight X T-shirt from? Uh, from? Internet. Yeah. Or uh, tent maker. I guess tent that's, <laughs> <laughs> that's the classic joke. I guess. Okay. So here's what's going on here. This is an exciting day because everybody here's got something exciting going on. Mm. Well, first of all, hey. You th- can you get Ross a drink? Do you think what would you like? Uh crown and ginger ale. Crown and ginger ale. There wow, be wonderful. That's an interesting. What with, kind of with a with spritz of lime, please? Is there any kind of ginger ale you prefer? Um, Canada well, Dry, Schweppes. Yeah, Schweppes, I think. Schweppes. Schweppes kind of guy. Okay. Yeah, but I actually like uh, the Dr. Brown's uh, Celery. That's that's mm. we're going real deep Jew now. Yeah. The Dr. Brown's <laughs> deep Jew. Deep. 
into Judaism. Do you said Judaism? Okay, because yeah. we, we haven't discussed religion for so five minutes into the show, and we haven't even got on to religion. Right. Well, so no, let me jump good on. Good thing. In. Yeah. So the Jews love uh, Dr. Brown's Dr. Brown's cel- celery. Okay. It's a celery soda, right? Which doesn't sound good, but it's kind of like a kind of like a ginger ale, but uh, you know, it's got that celery aftertaste, which I love so much. And it's good as a mixer. Is that is that what you're saying? I would do. Or yeah. just straight. Or just yeah, no. straight up mm-hmm. on the rocks. And what's up with the Jews and the celery? I don't know. What's the connection? I mean, I, 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 they're both stringy. I, <laughs> stringy? What? <laughs> I thought a, a celery have some sort of Jude, Judaistic uh, religious significance, uh, like pork or something. Today they can. They can. Right. We'll go know. with that today. Yeah. Let's go. Yeah. Celery and okay. Jews. Uh, we are. Thank you. Thank we you. Hashtag. Hashtag. Yeah. There's the, there's the title for today's episode right there for you, Grant. Jews and celery. Yeah. Well, write that down. There you celery go. and Jews. That should. <laughs> I don't think uh, that would offend anybody. So that's not at all. And was um, was Satan Jewish? He killed Christ. Did he? <laughs> they say he did. I don't no, that was. Uh, that, that, what do you mean? Satan didn't kill Christ. Either the Romans killed no, no, Christ, no, no, or the, the Jews killed you Christ. You asked if the Jews. If no, Satan, was, Satan was, was Jewish. Jewish. Right. Well, the Jews killed Christ. So, but that doesn't make them Satan. Well, why? Well, well but does know. it? I, I don't know. I guess it depends on your interpretation, right? Is that how that works? Well, I guess. Usually. I don't know. Yeah. I thought Satan was a person, like a being. Like, look like Ed, you said. Yeah, you wouldn't know that it was Satan. It's <laughs> definitely not me. Definitely not. Uh, that's what Satan would say. Now. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. It's not me, so. How would we know that you're not Satan? What could well, you do to prove it? Um, drink a Coke? Drink a Coke. Okay, like Mexican that. Coke. Yeah. Okay, all right. If you had a Mexican Coke, I'd believe you went Satan. Because... Um, because you play Satan, that's why I brought that up. That's what made me. I play. Uh, listen to uh, his voice. Yeah. Like a bat. Well, you know. Um, no, I, I play Lord Belial, who is an agent of Satan, the actual Satan. Uh, I would. I wouldn't dare. I wouldn't dare play him. Well, I, I say there's a difference. Yeah. I, so I'm, you're Satan's agent. Does, so, well, I was interested to find out Satan has an agent. Uh, well, he has a couple, <laughs> and, they're, and they're Jews. <laughs> <laughs> what do they look like? Fit? A big nose. I don't know. Oh, yeah, what, what are you going to do? I don't know. Ah, look. Who's oh, this? I don't phone. know. It's from 337. Oh, that's from... Um, I'm not Answer. answering that. No, I'm not answering that. That's, oh, from, yeah. that's from Lafayette. Oh. That yeah. could be important. Yeah. No calls from Lafayette. No, I don't want to take a call from Lafayette on the show. Why you think I should? No, no. no. no I don't know who it is. Answer. You know, because I don't know who it is. No, Lafayette yeah. doesn't. Do you know. answer the phone if no. you don't know who it is, Andrew? No. Well, yeah, but not on the show. But if you don't, do you, Jack? If you don't know who it is, do you answer? Usually I don't. No. Me neither. What? I talk to the messenger. Of course. I'm you too do. curious. Mm-hmm. It could they, be anybody. No, most likely If the phone Walgreens. rings with a number that I don't recognize, I immediately go to Google and I look it up and see if it's one of the scam things. And usually it is. Hmm. They have those scam numbers on. You can Google. Oh, yeah. They have people that report it online. Yeah. You can look I, that up. Oh. Look up I the number. I get so excited when I get a <laughs> call from a number I don't know. Me too. Yeah. It you probably mean, I mean, it might mean that there's work to be had. You know, that's why I always Someone's think. found you and they like. You know, just some, some you know, fence building, ditch digging, or, you okay. know, gig or something, something like that, huh. you know? What yeah. do you think, Addie, when you see that? Like, like, a, like someone who maybe I thought was dead, mm. or <laughs> a long-lost friend, or, um, like, somebody who's got a, a dog well, for they, me? Well, they, they would all leave messages on your uh, voicemail, right? Right. You, you never know. Any of those things. Or, like, someone who's secretive. Who's just like calling me because they need to tell me a secret, and then they wouldn't leave a message, and I would not want to miss that. Hmm. hmm. Okay. Ross, uh, do you answer? Yeah. Well, I don't. I don't typically answer my phone ever, ever. <laughs> but <laughs> okay, why would you not do that ever? Yeah, because I mean, you know, then you gotta talk. Yeah. You know, uh, really? you gotta respond. To the, the, I ain't. What about coming over? No, I you're don't. more of a message kind of guy. It's yeah. a lot easier to ignore people. Text, when it's text, text, yeah. text me. Yeah, and then yeah. you know, then that way I, I have an excuse for driving <laughs> all uh, crooked on the road. But no, but there. The problem is, is that I my my home number. I'm one of the few people that still have a, a home phone. Oh, I've got one yeah. of those too. Yeah. Do you, okay, yeah. so, Jack. Right? The the club is is we're getting it's smaller, dwindling, it's a dwindling. Lot, yes. Yeah. But, but we but we kept our home phone and uh, we get these private numbers and or numbers that just straight up say that it's a consumer you know buying thing. and my wife would pick up the phone and she gets duped 
constant. She's be- reached the age, uh, and, and who would have thought forty six would have been the age where you reach the age where you think that you're actually getting a good deal? Oh. No, no, no. You go on this cruise for five days. It's oh, a, it's man. a good deal. It's, it's a good deal. It's yeah. Those, yeah, it's those phone calls that start with a foghorn. Or the bell. Ding, 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 ding. You yes. won. <laughs> you know, like, you know. So your wife is one of these people who believes it. She gets duped in every oh, time. no. And then the, the problem is, see, now, I've I, been known to take Ambien to go to sleep. Okay, mm-hmm. so, so people, when you take Ambien, you do things that you wouldn't necessarily remember that you do mm. when That's you know so like or, or ambient eats people ambient eat I'll, I'll eat an entire sandwich and not have any memory of it also you can like ambient order like tv stuff and i've been known to do that like, like on qvc yeah you know, qvc or you know like those how those. many ambient are you taking well i take you on ambient just mm. one well, how many do you think I need? One, I'm just Box. asking how many. <laughs> I don't know. Like, you know, five triple X guy, maybe, maybe that takes uh, four or five Ambien. I don't know. Maybe I do. Shouldn't you be like asleep, though? Yeah, well, you're like in twilight sleep. Because I don't know if you've, ever, you've never taken it. You're, there's like this point where before you like actually fall completely asleep that you're in just kind of like this twilight area. I think it might be the twilight zone, actually. Um, where you just you just do things. I, I have a friend, Carrie, who uh, she used to work with uh, Ozzy and all kind of people. But uh, she took Ambien and she moved into a new apartment and she took Ambien and she went to Walmart and bought a complete thing of housewares and has absolutely no memory of it. She woke up to a kitchen full of like you know, uh, like a waffle maker. You should have like a room set up apart in your house, the ambient room. It's like just put all the shit that you order. uh, Yeah, that's right. (laughs) Why is it still legal if it does this to people? I don't think every drug has side effects. Yeah, Yeah. did you see that on the side effects warning? And they they, they have a little butterfly. Yeah, may make a Walmart buy a waffle. They make regrettable purchases. Yeah, yeah. yeah. A waffle maker does not sound like a regrettable purchase to me. No, everybody wants a waffle maker. Especially that, when you wake up. To, yeah, didn't that used to, used to be called getting fucked up? <coughs> they, that's and what you'd we wake, wake up in the morning and go, my God, I can't remember doing anything. <coughs> but now you can just take an Ambien. Now you can take an Ambien and you're you not... You used to have to know somebody to get that fucked up. Oh. No, no, no. You got this, yeah, uh, no doctor. You're a doctor now. A doctor. Yeah. Yeah. A doctor. <laughs> that's all you need to know. <laughs> yeah. It's a doctor. That's all you need. Yeah. So it's adult so way of So one Ambien, and yeah. then you're so having so much fun you can't remember it. What have you bought on QVC? Uh, that's a strange thing to want to do. Though. I bought knives, a knife set. Oh, yeah. uh, well, you that's know, handy. Like oh, yeah, but it was not. See, if it was just one knife set, that would have been fine. But no, uh, they, they, uh, to <laughs> make it better, they, they give you two. Mm. You know, because that's but how wait. they draw you in. But wait. There's, you know, There's we more. Yeah. We don't just give you this one knife set. You also get this handy-dandy uh, toenail clipper. I don't know. That's, a, that's the kind of thing you do when you can't go to sleep is you watch QVC. Ooh. So you're still not going to sleep. You've, you've taken the Ambien. You're still not going to sleep. And now you're doing stuff that... Now you're ordering stuff. Now your inhibitions have been <laughs> right. lowered. And so you're doing anything. Funny that you order stuff. Funny that you wouldn't you know, get in the car. You, what, your girlfriend or whatever she was, your friend went to... Uh, Went to Walmart, drove driving. Drove, which can't yeah. be. Just drove it. Yeah, it can't be good. It can't no. be good. Yeah, so it's that's what say we, that on the thing. That's what we told her. Yeah, it should say you, you may drive to Walmart, and that's not a good. I'm thing. sure it says don't operate heavy <laughs> machinery at least. Okay, so Ross, I'm going to get onto the House of Shock in a minute, but I want we've got to try and move around the table a little bit because everyone's got some really great stuff going on. We haven't even got onto the House of Shock, but the House of Shock is back, by the way. Yeah, let's I heard get about onto that. That's in a minute. wonderful. The yeah. other thing we're talking about today is the Hell Yes Fest because Addie is is yeah. one of the organizers of the Hell, Hell Yes yeah. Fest. Eddie Nahera, which is spelled N-A-J-E-E-R-A, if you're looking for that on Google. It's just one E. One E? Yeah. Oh, they took out, you took out an E to economize? Yes. N-A-J-E-R-A. Yes. Is that right? Uh-huh, you Okay, got it. all right. It's worth Googling you because you can find this thing. What is it called? House Calls? Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, uh, you've got to see this. It's uh, my new web series I do with my boyfriend, Cyrus Cooper. And we go to comics houses, and we bring an amp and a mic, and we make them do stand-up in their living room, and it's a lot of fun. And we go oh, through their stuff, cool. and we it's really criticize their lives and things like that. It's really good. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. I tell you what, it's really worth seeing. It's they, they go to these comics. I don't, are they expecting you, or are you just? It looks yeah, like they're not expecting. you. We give them a time frame. So many people have been asleep when we showed up, <laughs> and we give them like Ambient. you know a three-hour <laughs> <Yes>. timeline. <laughs> um, 
So they know, kind. I guess they know. It's really a great show because it's these stand-up comedians doing their routine in their own home. One I saw was in a bathroom. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they are the audience. You and Cyrus are the audience. Yep. And it's it's kind of humiliating for the comedian. Yeah, it's kind of it's kind of awful. I mean, they don't do great. I wouldn't say, but I mean, it's funny. And then you're walking around their apartment, like sort of looking at at their stuff. Yeah, I like to think of it as like a cross between like a comedy show and Room Raiders. Yeah, um, it is. That it's old MTV show. I, I think it's really funny. Yeah, I I'm, love it. To be honest, I could do without the comedy part and just like go in and be like, you <laughs> should probably that. move the focal point of this room to here. <laughs> mm-hmm. Maybe get some, you know, tapestries here. You like that sort of thing? You're in, a, you're in a, what's the word? Decorator Decorating type? It. Yeah. I, do you I watch do like those dopey stuff. shows on TV? Sometimes, yeah. I don't have cable, so I don't watch them that often. But I think the comedy is what makes it, though. Watching these people do their routine. And that one I saw was that somebody's outside in their backyard, and the people next yep. door have got a, like a fire. Vincent Zambon. <laughs> they were like burning something yeah. the entire time yeah. we were doing that set. That was very. Anyway, it's very. So Cyrus Cooper's your boyfriend. He's a funny yes. guy, too. Yeah. He's, another, he? he's about the same size as Ross. Yeah. He's what what X t shirt does he wear? Like two. We go to Destination XL all oh, the time. Oh, I love that place. <laughs> okay. It's actually gotten really nice. They have like, the coolest shirts now for fat They people. do. They also they have like a lot of really humiliating tees, I think. Yeah. Like what? I don't know. I, I feel like they think that like big people like giant t-shirts with like stupid cartoons on them or something. Oh, I do. Well, <laughs> no, no, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> but there's stupid cartoons on a lot of t-shirts. It's just that if they're a like big size, I guess they yeah. look more makes in them your that face. Much more funny. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're much more funny that way. <laughs> and where is Destination XL? They got, they got one in uh, Clearview Mall. Yeah. Yep, Mary. Uh, but it's also a good place because, like, wherever you ever going to find a 5XL Beastie mm-hmm. Boys t-shirt, they right. have it, yeah. and Good you know, or, or you know, uh, a Jimi Hendrix uh, shirt, which I bought. You did? Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay, so I'm determined to get a whole bunch of music in today's show, and not do the usual thing like I do is look around and see it's all gone. So Jack, yes. So first of all, we're, we're still we're going to come back and talk about the whole Yes Fest. Yeah. After Jack plays a song, and then we're going to talk about Jack's movie. Yeah. By the way, which if you're listening to the show and you've listened to it, Jack was our very, very first guest. That's right, way on back our in very, 2010. Very, very first show yes. in 2010. <laughs> that was almost five years ago. Holy shit! That's a young. And at some point <laughs> along the line, we've had Jack back over the, you know various times over the years. Everybody's been on the show before, by yep. the way. Ross, you've been on before. Yep. Eddie, you've been. Mm-hmm. So this is like a. This is the first time this has ever happened. Everybody feels real comfy. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So. At some point, Jack started. I want to, you know, I want to write this down. I want to talk about this, this novel. Shall I do that now? We'll come back. Let's talk about the. Let's talk about the movie. Jack started making a movie. I don't know how many years ago was that. Three. Uh, twenty twelve. Yeah. So three years ago, he, Jack came across a screenplay that he wrote when he was a six year old kid. Cool. And then the That's intervening right. three years, he's made a movie out of it, and now it's right. finished. It's done. It's finally done. Yes. It's incredible. All right. Congratulations. Yeah. Clap, clap, clap. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So. When do we get to see it is the big uh, question. October 16th, we'll be having the New Orleans screening over at Rare Form. Uh, that's on Esplanade. It's, it used to be a Mexican restaurant next door to Dragon's Den. So, hmm. you know, uh, oh, it's right there. Down. Yes. Oh, that's called Rare Form. <laughs> yes. Oh, yeah, it's been it. all kinds of things. Yeah. It has. Yeah, it, uh, was that's it where they had the, or something? Was it yeah, I yeah, think that was it, yeah. Uh, they had the NOLA Horror Film Festival there just uh, last weekend, <laughs> okay. actually. So, uh, that was our friend who was on the show, Balls Cobain. That's yes. right, Balls Cobain, yes. <laughs> and he worked on your film. That's right, yeah. He did sound, he helped with special effects, he uh, constructed the bar for the saloon scene, and he also acted in it. So tell us how it turned out. I mean, we can go see it on October 16th. We do uh, do we have to do anything special to get tickets? Uh, just go to the door and pay five bucks, yeah. Pretty good deal. Walk and right so in. it's October 16th, 2015, if you're listening That's to this. right, yes. It's some other year. 5 p.m. 5 p.m., yeah. nice and Correct. early. So you've got yeah. time afterwards to um, go out and do what exactly? Uh, you can, yeah, you can hang out. You go can to House do of Shock. That's right. House of Shock open by then? Is that yes, going to be happening by then? Is it a weekend? Uh, yeah, it's a Friday. Then absolutely will be open. Oh, great. Well, there you are. There's your night. Okay. Your October 16th October is planned, 16th. people. It's a Friday night? Unless you're listening to this afterwards. It's a Friday. Yes. Okay, so 5 o'clock start, which is a very unusual time to go to a movie, but I guess it's a premiere. So right, yeah. That's how they that. do it, isn't it? That, that's the time they gave us as you far need as to availability. Do that so you can get it on like TMZ or ETV or something. Yeah, we're doing that. For, right. the, for the West Coast <laughs> coverage. <laughs> right. And then you go from there to House of Shock, which is where exactly? We are underneath the Huey P. Long Bridge uh, on Butterworth Street, as in the syrup. 
but uh, it's right. It's right, basically a block off of Syrup. Yeah, Syrup yeah. Avenue. Um, Syrup it, Avenue. It, it's <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, the the Huey P is in our backyard. Basically, we're right off of Clearview <coughs> and Jefferson Highway. Right. Back okay. There. Yeah. And we'll, let's talk about more about the house yep. shocking because last time we talked to you, it was closed down forever, and that was uh, only, mm. only a year ago. So, Jack. Play us a song. What are you thinking of playing today? Uh, this song has no name yet. It's, it's okay. still fairly uh, new. <laughs> Jack has a number of bands. One of them is called the Nola Treblemakers. Another is called Freak Show to Go. There's the Jack Locke Rock Show. You can see them playing all around uh, New Orleans and in Homer frequently for some weird reason. That's right, yeah. Homer's been good to me. Good yeah. I try to be good to Homer. You're like the biggest star in Homer for sure. Oh, I doubt that. Who's, who's bigger in Homer than you? I don't know. Um, Nobody. Zach Riggs. Dax Riggs. From yeah, that's, yeah. That's, that's the true part. Yeah. So, Jack, this is an unfinished song? Uh, no, with it's no an untitled title. song. Right. Well, we can help you with the title by I the end of it, right? Do. Okay. She said this part of town looked like a shipwreck. Looked out the door, made sure her car's still there. Yeah, honey, it's still there. It's probably the last time that I'll see her here. And honestly, I find it hard to care They say it ain't nothing going to come from my side of the avenue Well, I've been and seen what they call good, so I hope that it's true While I'm howling at the tourists out in front Royal Praline My square guitar and neighbors hanging quite a different scene And you don't have to look too closely Tell this oldest man If we hold it Hold a puzzle Got a hundred stories there It's not like I came to hear them But for everyone that's telling There's at least a dozen listening And they're right for someone selling And baby, I got just the pitch Check this shit out Yeah, the quarter's just a border For the bank I bank my dues Past the borders where they tell you They know where you got them shoes when the saints go marching in, it won't be nowhere near my street. The skeletons of city blocks still be drying in the heat. Yes. Oh my goodness. 
Wow. Oui. He's done it again. What do you think of that? I think it's excellent. Every time Jack comes on the show, he does that. He picks up the guitar. He looks like a normal guy. He looks like a normal person. He looks like a normal, mild-mannered, well-spoken, nice guy. And then that happens. Mm -hmm. Oh, it's fantastic. Jack, that's awesome. Thank you. Thank you. Very good. Well, what about a title? Yeah, I I have not been able to figure out a good title for that. I've been thinking about it for the past few months. Nothing. What do you think? When, Andrew? When the Saints go marching in, number two. Number two. That's good. <laughs> Maddie, did you have any thoughts? Uh, I'm horrible with titles. There's a good one. Uh, that's not that's bad. That's a good one. Not that's bad. not bad. Like Write that I'm down. horrible with yeah. titles. Yeah, okay. call it that. That's not a bad idea. <laughs> Actually, I may They're do that. <laughs> Ross? Oh, me? Uh, uh, haunted and possessed by Satchmo. Hmm. Haunted and possessed by Satchmo. I, nice. <laughs> I usually go to that, to that direction. Okay. But, but, you know, uh, kudos to bringing back the mouth trumpet. Oh, well, thank you. Yes. That wasn't a real trumpet, Not, by the way. No, that was... Wondering <laughs> who was playing the trumpet. <laughs> what about... Well, you hear that? What about um, where'd you get them shoes? Or whatever, that's... Right. What yeah, that that, that's in there. Huh. That's in there. That's yeah. in there at the beginning. I think if you had a chance to call a song that ever in a lifetime, that would be... Might be that one. Yeah, where you get yeah, We could do that. Sure, I don't know. Do, but it's do the songwriters like have to name a song like something that's in the song? Or Not necessarily. No, you can call it whatever you want. It's a good question. It is a good question. There's a whole game of that. Of name the song of which the title is not in the song. There's quite do a few of those. Yeah. Yes. <coughs> no, I don't know that game, but uh, yeah. That, that it's a pretty good game. There's a lot of them. Not a lot of them, <laughs> but it's, I can't think of one off the top of my head now, but... Unless it's super clever, though, it, it bugs me. You know, what? it's a really clever name, great. But otherwise, I'm just trying to think, what's the name of that song? And then I'm never going to get it. Right. You're never going to remember. Yes. Nothing yeah, to do yeah, with yeah, the yeah, yeah. subject matter. Right? Yeah. yeah. You want it, but there's no real chorus in that song of yours, Jack. Not really. Sing? No, no. It's uh, it's more informed by like trad jazz and uh, right. old blues and stuff, where there's no real chorus. It just kind of goes its own way. But as a sort of a satirical look at New Orleans, at, sure. at, yeah. at the same time as being a real New Orleans song, that's right. if you come up with some angle on that. Mm. Well, there's a wheelhouse I can start from there. What yeah. did you do with it for the music and targeted uh, the I, movie? Yeah, I, I got this uh, really good orchestral sound font and just did it with my keyboard. Uh, did it one instrument at a time and scored it out that way. Uh, just sort of watched each scene over and over again and... Uh, I was able to import the video into the audio program and play along while I'm watching the scene. And so, you know, just build the melody and then, you know, build the uh, the underlying harmony and other parts. Have you done music for a movie it. before? No, never never orchestral score So this is the first stuff. movie you wrote, the first movie you directed, Correct, the first movie yeah. you first started narrative and edited? Film. Right. Yeah. Do you, have you given yourself a credit for all these things in the, at the end of it? I did. I tried to keep it as uh, short as possible because that just looks really ostentatious when you have like nine things behind yeah. your name. Yeah. <laughs> well, it'll be good if it's good. Yeah, I hope it is. I hope people like it. Yeah, I think it's good. Uh, everybody that's been part of the movie that watched it, you know, we're all very proud of how it came How out. Exciting. So hopefully that I translates into entertaining so for are there two? Are there two movies? Could we see? Could yes. we get to see them both? Correct. Yeah. There's the what we've called the started calling the B script. That is the script that I found a few years back that I'd written when I was seven, and uh, then I adapted a more mature and dynamic script from that, using a lot of the same characters and settings from, as the original script, and made a much better, more mature story out of that. And we filmed both of them at the same time. So what's what are they both called? Targeted. They're both called Targeted. Right, yeah. We've just, yeah. <laughs> so you're releasing them both at the same time. Correct, yeah. They're both on and the same DVD. Uh, okay. Yeah, you, you go on the DVD, you pick A script or B script, and that's... And how do I get a hold of it if I can't get there on the 16th? Uh, I'm going to have that figured out by the time the premiere happens. You can buy okay. it at the premiere. Uh, yeah. I'll also have it available online. For Are you going to have it downloadable? Uh, I How does that work? I haven't decided that yet. I don't know how that works. I'm going to educate myself on that over the next few weeks for that sure. That would be good. Okay, so I want to stop for a second and just tell anyone who's listening who, who hasn't heard about this, um, because I think I forgot to mention this last time you were on the show, that I don't know when this was, a couple of years ago, Jack, but Jack Locke, by the way, is spelled J-A-K with no C. That's right. And Locke is L-O-C-K-E. That's right. Yeah, being and, economical. Um, you, might, you want to Google that because you want to get on Amazon.com and Google Jack's name and find a novel that he wrote called Frog Dell's Junkyard. Right. It, I'm, I, I hardly read anything. 
you love this too. This book is fucking unbelievable. I don't know why. I, ever, I think you just sent it to me and said, take a look at this because I wrote it. You were book. sick. You were very sick. I was sick. And so I said, well, if uh, you've got nothing better to do, uh, you might enjoy this or you might hate Maybe it. Maybe it was <laughs> the fever that I made me like that, it so much. <laughs> <laughs> don't go back and read it. An yeah, ex- we'll, we'll stick with this. It's an this extraordinarily good, good novel. It's really brilliant. Mm. It's Thank really, you. really, really Thank amazing. You. I mean, it's, it's funny. It's clever. It's about politics, but it doesn't take a sort of a side. Right. It's sort of apocalyptic, but it's not predictable and, and stereotypical and cliched. It's really, really clever. The characters are brilliant. The story is totally, you would never guess what's going to happen. I can't recommend it more. I don't know why you didn't make a movie out of that. I've been thinking about it. It's it's difficult to try and uh, figure out how to shoot a lot of that one, you know, because I mean a lot of the thing with targeted was it was very low budget, extremely low budget. We did it on a three thousand dollar budget because none of us have you know high connections with Hollywood or three thousand dollars. You made 3, a movie for three thousand. Three thousand dollars, which on a Hollywood settle maybe gets you a um, like a, a covered wagon. You that, know? Wouldn't, <laughs> that wouldn't buy the Doritos. Right? right, exactly. That wouldn't cover craft services. Right. That wouldn't pay half the actors. Well, that's right. impressive. How long is the movie? Uh, the A script is 38 minutes. The B script is 17 minutes. Uh, so, yeah, altogether about 50-something minutes. But you wrote a 17-minute script when you were a seven-year-old kid. I did, yeah. Pretty it's it's, right it's pretty terrible. What yeah. school were you at at the time? <laughs> uh, at the time? What school? L.S.C. Pittman Elementary on the West Bank. Pittman on the West Bank. Okay. Where did you go to high school? John Everett on the West Bank, yeah. So you're sticking to, you're still living on the West Bank, right? Uh, no, no, I'm on the East Bank now. Oh, you moved? Moved, moved on up. Oh, right. Where uh, do you live now? Moved sideways. Uh, I live Anywhere near in Metairie. House yeah. of Shock? Near the House of Shock? Uh, close enough to go. Well, yeah. Butterworth <laughs> like the sir. <laughs> i got to see Ross and Levi over there, you know. Well, Levi went to jail. Um, oh. Well, he's out now. <laughs> he's out now, yeah. yeah. But, Who uh, is Levi? Levi was, uh, he, he was the, uh, the antithesis of uh, the devil. He was the uh, preacher. He played the... Uh, like the black uh, Baptist. Uh, Le- Levi is the loudest person at House of Shock, I think. Uh, Le- <laughs> Without a microphone. Even. <laughs> he doesn't even need a microphone. <laughs> well, I don't know that he's so much loud that he just operates on a frequency that nobody, <laughs> nobody can match. <laughs> nobody right. can match. It's pretty hard to get sent to jail. Here, what did he do? Uh, I think he beat someone up. Uh, which is, you know, pretty much th- that, that's Levi. You know, he gets into altercations for which he thinks he's fighting for the uh, gr- greater good, but uh, usually he's just had too much to drink. But uh, he's a uh, great, great guy. I've known him for. He's been a member of House of Shock for 22 years. Is he not going to be part of it, though, this year? Uh, he may make an appearance, but as a Well, you're not allowed to hire him because he's a felon? Yeah, well, that, that, in that case, uh, we, none of us would be around, <laughs> <laughs> including me. Uh, so tell us about House of Shock, because go back to the, 22 years ago you started House of Shock. Yeah, well, 23, yeah, this 23. is 23, yeah. This is number 23. Yeah, it's And wow. so you were doing this, and it's, over the years it's become huge. It's been written about in Rolling Stone, the New York Times, and all over the place. Yeah, all it's over. One of, it's probably the longest running haunted house in, 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 in America. Yeah. Well, no, not in America. In the world. In the, okay, in the, in the, in the world, but not in America. <laughs> not in America. Okay. <laughs> Certainly, I would think that what we would be one running longer than twenty something years. Well, the haunted mansion in Disney World would be one right off. Yeah, the but bat. that's not the same. You can't even compare though, right? it. But, but yeah, no, that's there are there are many that that have been around for you know thirty plus. Years like hardcore so. stuff, like yours. Yeah. Certainly in, in Louisiana, we're, we're the longest running. I would think. Yeah. Very cool. We're, we're up there. Um, but uh, yeah, twenty three years. We uh, last year we announced as our final year, and everybody thinks that that was uh, a ploy, um, and it, it certainly was not a ploy uh, at all. We we had every intention of closing last year. Uh, why? Why did you want to close? You just got burned out from. We just felt like yeah, we we felt. It was a number. It was a number of different reasons. Uh, number one, we had a, a real bad season uh, in 2013 because we had rain on Halloween. Opening night was just uh, we had rain to deal with a lot, uh, a lot of the weekends, and that, and that just you know, anyone that runs a, an event like that knows that that rain can just kill you. Uh, so that was the initial reason, and then we felt kind of after 20 some odd years, we felt that maybe we had just kind of played ourselves out. You know, uh, people were, yeah, we've done House of Shock, you know, uh, you know, we felt like maybe people were losing interest. Were they, though? Because you have a whole new generation, surely, after 22 years. You have- well, that's what we're finding. Uh, it, you know, after we announced our closing, we just got bombarded, uh, yeah. you know, with the emails and, and uh, you know, to, to come back. But we had already said that we're not coming back. And if we were coming back, that 
it would be your last chance to see House of Shock as it as it is, and we meant that. So what we did is, in order to come back, we, we had to change everything. So we built two brand new events uh, in addition to uh, changing uh, about 90% of the existing House of Shock itself. So you have three practically brand new events on, on the same property uh, where it stands now. Can you tell us any more about it? Or is Absolutely. It? Okay. We got, uh, well, we got Semen, Semen Scungies Bordello of Freaks. This will be the first, <laughs> this is the first event that you will walk into. And it's exactly what, what it sounds like. Uh, Semen Scungy, he's, uh, he was, you know, uh, basically, um, he was, you know, on the... How are we spelling semen? Semen is as in S-E-A-M-A-N. It's a sailor. Yeah, so as a sailor. Yeah. Semen he were, he were Scungy. I'm just scungy. writing it down because I'm not going to remember this. And Scungy's been with us forever. Scungy's a, a, a long-time house of shocker. Okay. So, but uh, he he's, he's basically came across this bordello uh, of freaks. He fell in love with Madame Bernays. Who uh, is, is the the bearded lady? You know, she has a very nice full beard. Um, and okay. Yeah. So basically, you can you know fuck a freak. I think that's that's the idea behind uh, that event. Uh, you go in there, and you know everything is for sale. Um, we have the Sasquatch sisters. Uh, they, they don't smell very good, but they'll give you uh, you know a real real good ride. So um, this is an actual brothel. Yeah, it's a brothel. This is an awesome idea. How legal is, is uh, sex for sale? And is it Jefferson Parish? Jefferson right? Parish, yeah. So well, it's legal. We got a variance uh, okay. from, from the council. All right, so you can fuck a bearded lady. I mean, and I, who else? It, it, else? It's, as long as freaks, I, th- I don't think it, 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 it counts. Right. right. Yeah. It's not strictly prostitution at that point. Right. It's something. It's entertainment at that point. Mm-hmm. Um, well, if Senator Vitter can get away with it, I don't, sure. see, why, I don't see why you should. That, you might be able to run yeah. for governor. Oh, you mean governor? Yeah. Yeah. Right. right. Okay, uh, this is awesome. Okay, so, uh, so yeah, what else? And then you have, you know, a mermaid. Uh, oh, that's a good idea. Yeah, that's not very scary, though. Well, if it smells like fish, eat it. <laughs> um, then you have... <laughs> uh, should I write that down? <laughs> yeah. Uh, There's your secondary title for the <laughs> For your song, you mean. Uh, there, yeah, well, that, too. We can, we can title them both. <laughs> if it smells like fish, eat it. By Jack Locke. That's right. <laughs> nice. Okay. <laughs> so, yeah, we have that. We have, uh, you know, the South Park Sisters I spoke of. We have... Uh, mutants. Uh, we have a two-headed uh, lady. We have a, a chicken boy. Uh, two-headed lady in the bordello. Yeah, a two-headed lady. Yeah, so that's mm. yeah, automatically your uh, your every every fetish that you ever had can be right uh, satisfied at once. Um, then you have uh, the pig boy. Pig boy is. Are our heads coming out of the same place, or are they in different places? Uh, are they both coming out of a sh- off both shoulders. Off shoulders, yeah. So. so there's not many fantasies you could fulfill if the heads were both at the same. Be place. creative, Grant. Come yeah, on. <laughs> come on now. <laughs> okay. All right. Go on. Very yeah. layman some, some, some really good a- uh, angles, mm-hmm. I think. Um, anyway, so you got that. You got the, the mutants. Uh, well, anyway, okay. out, out of that, then you have laugh in the dark. Laugh in the dark. Is uh, we basically um, stole the name, <laughs> borrowed the name from Punch Cream Beach. That was the, the uh-huh. name of the fun house at Punch Cream Beach, oh, Life yeah. in the Dark. Okay. So uh, it's, it's a 3D event. So you put on the 3D glasses, everything is painted uh, in 3D colors, and it's an th- it's a all out clown assault, basically. <laughs> and we've never done anything clown related, but we know just from, you know, talking to people that everyone is deathly afraid of clowns and with good reason i think um yes. so y- you walk you walk through and it's uh you know it's very disorienting the floors are all whopped out and uh the painting is all um graffiti style but uh but painted layered so that when you're in the glasses right. uh everything comes out at you uh, in layers so how did you paint great. that actually it's, well actually we hired this guy who is uh, off the streets of la he's a graffiti artist uh and he moved down here his name is dallas has absolutely nothing to do with la or new orleans but or dallas uh, or dallas for that matter but uh but he, he did a great job his first time ever doing anything of this uh magnitude of this scale and uh he brought his style to it, and uh, just clowns coming out of areas, you know, reaching for you. A lot of depth was painted. It's the, way, the way it works is uh, you have fluorescent colors, 
um, the, the brighter the color, uh, the, the more forward it is when you put the glasses on. So like your fluorescent reds uh, will come out at you and your greens are in the middle and then your uh, fluorescent blues, your deep blues are all the way in the back. So you build it like that and you build the 3D uh, thing. So you gotta think in a, in a way uh, that, that lends to that so, so that you can pull off that uh, thing. And he, he took to that like a, uh, like a, a fly to crap over. So you bought this guy out here? Yeah, he did, he did really well. He okay. did really well. This is uh, a huge operation. And then you walk out, and then it's, it's a totally brand new House of Shock. We have a whole new uh, entrance, which we fashioned after the uh, LeBeau Mansion, which was out in Araby that burned down a couple of years ago. I don't know if you remember that. Uh, there was a, a mansion out on the uh, on the river in Araby. Um, I think it was an old uh, part of the sugar plantation, possibly. And uh, some stoners were in there, and we used to go in there all the time because we had practice rooms right there in Araby. And we used to go hang out in there, and it was just a real creepy, creepy house. And it, it was always there, and it was always cool. Well, some stoners walk in, walk in there looking for, you know, ghosts and stuff like that, and they accidentally burned the whole thing to the ground. This was about okay. three years ago. Yeah. So we, uh, we kind of borrowed from that story a little bit and built, uh, built our, uh, our facade off of that and uh, kind of tied our storyline back in with our main characters uh back with the devil and so you're you're the, the devil's agent yeah, i'm the so devil's agent once again i've come back from uh, actually the way it ended i was uh, sentenced to uh prison in heaven uh, jesus mm-hmm. actually nice. came up on okay. a cross and sentenced Lord Belial to uh, eternity in heaven. So, do you berate people when they come in? Are you? I absolutely berate yeah. everyone. Right. Yes, that's what I do the best. That is, I know <laughs> um, that is awesome. So, really so you you go you and then you walk through the house. You walk on a tour like through the house. Yeah, and then you go through the whole house and the different rooms of the haunted house. Yeah. House. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So how long does it take to sort of do a tour? How long, how long can I we put aside after we go well, to the target of the movie? Uh, yeah. How, I long, think, should, how I think, long should we put aside for the I think you should probably put a couple hours aside. Two because, hours? Well, okay. because we have other entertainment. We have, uh, you know, the NOLA suspension uh, group that pierce their backs. Oh, not doing that again, are you? Uh, oh, it's yeah. Now, but it's even better now because now off of the new uh, uh uh bordello of uh, freaks, we have these two... Uh, uh, Poles that swing out about 16 feet over your head, and they'll hang from that. So they're going to hang over your head 16 feet in the air. Oh, that's mm. disgusting. Have you seen this thing? They put hooks through their Only skin. Only on TV. And it's really, really, when you see it up close and yeah. personal, when they pierce themselves, oh, it's, it. uh, you know, all the blood and everything. It's just, it's great. Uh, it really is good. So we have all that, and then we have bands, all the bands playing, and uh, yeah, so it's, uh, it's, it's, a, it's a whole, It's a great night out. How much is it? Uh, it's still $25. Unbelievably cheap. For 25 bucks, you get to hang out for two hours. And or as long as you like. like. You yeah. can stay all night if you yeah. want. Because yeah. we have a bar. You know? mm. <laughs> no need to go anywhere else. We have Jefferson food. Parish is where it's at, oh, apparently, <laughs> right? Yeah. Okay. Hey, listen, I've got to do these uh, sponsor messages. Andrew, help me out. All right. Okay. House of Shock. So how do I, if I'm listening to this, how do I... Do I have to buy a ticket or just show up there? Uh, either. You can show up there and buy a ticket or you can uh, buy a ticket online. Houseofshock.com. Houseofshock.com, yeah. House of Shock. It's incredible that you own that everything. Okay. Uh, <clears throat> thank you very much to these people who made today's show possible. And right after this, we're going to come back and talk about Hell Yes Fest. Our show today is brought to us by Petite Pet Care. If you're going out of town or you have a crazy schedule, the folks at Petite Pet Care will take care of your pet in his or her own home. For loving care when you're not there... Go to PetitePetCare.com and get it sorted out. Thank you, too, to Basics Swim and Gym. We can get a full range of fashion swimsuits, workout, and yoga clothes with real style. Basics Swim and Gym is on Magazine Street near Jefferson Avenue. Thanks, too, to Hangover Destroyer, the only all-natural product medically proven to prevent a hangover. Go to the Hangover Destroyer website. It's hdestroyer.com. If you write happy hour in the coupon code, you'll get 30% off of Hangover Destroyer, and you, too, can seize the dawn. And thanks, too to unlistednola.com the revolutionary new way to buy a house in New Orleans if you know what you're looking for you can find your perfect match before it comes on the market it's the match.com of real estate it's unlistednola.com Andrew Duhon on the guitar what are you going to play for us while you're continuing on there what about it play a new song do you, want, do you have a title for this, or do you want us to come up with this one? It's called Time Will Tell. Aha. Uh-huh. Because that's what I say in the chorus over and over again. <laughs> <laughs> Spoilers. 
it's got it's got tricks in it. The song. Yeah, like okay. the harmonica rack trick. Hey, couldn't can Jack? Can you do a trumpet part for this as well? Uh, sure. You get, yeah. I, I can ruin the song with a trumpet part. There's, there's spaces. Okay. <laughs> Open see the bus at dawn, I'm getting off, you're staying on, I'm promising I'll see you down the line. Sunrise hits, I'm on the trail, I'll keep you posted by the mail, I'm overdue but I pay all my fines. I made up my mind, I made up my mind, I'll see you through, I promise you that time will always tell time after time. Tell I tell myself all the time will tell oh I keep telling myself time will tell I keep I keep telling myself Your willpower wearing thin and these old pants need taking and I'm holding out like kids and Catholics Draw ourselves the thinnest line You keep to your side, I'll keep mine Long as we both swear to break the rules I made up my mind, I made up my mind I'll see it through, I promise you That time will always tell Time after time Time will tell I tell myself Oh, now time will tell Oh, well, I keep telling myself This figured out. We don't have to know right now. Cause nobody's got this figured out. Just let the morning reach me. Let tomorrow teach me what it will. I'll sit still, shut my mouth, and hear it out. Let it say what it may. Let it dispel all my doubt that all is well. Time will tell. I keep telling myself. Time will tell. I Tell myself all time will tell all well I keep telling myself time will tell I keep I keep telling myself time will tell I tell myself oh well time will tell I keep telling myself telling myself oh, time will tell I Well, this is a great day today, isn't it, everybody? Just wow. feels comfy. Sure. What, what a great show. My God, that was a great song, too. Andrew, is that brand new? I'm going to call it semi-brand new. Semi-brand new, okay. You didn't say semi-brand new, which is interesting. Wait, what's that? Is there a difference between <laughs> semi and I don't know. Semi? I say semi because I'm, just I'm working a foreigner, on, and then you, most I, people say semi. I wrote down the new tunes that I haven't recorded yet uh-huh. uh, yesterday and just looked at them and thought, okay, now... There's a record in there. Just got to find it, you know, that sort of thing. You think you got enough? Then? No, well, go I, I mean, like, well, I have enough things in the list, but half of the list is unfinished. So there's, you know, if I'm trying to, if you're trying to do 12 tracks or something, I got six tracks that are finished and done, and okay, yeah, just 
give me a microphone. But um, but the rest, I need to, I need to do some. What about just releasing range. a six track? Nah, it's time now. You don't do time that. Time to do another. You need to do another real thing. record. Yeah. yeah. Do you find people still buy the full length things? As souvenirs at shows, they do. At shows, you're right. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. And. Um, Online, not so much, but yeah, no, yeah. I think yeah, I think people online. Well, I mean, time will tell. Time will tell. That's a, you <laughs> know, that's a good thought. Good point, Ross. Well, I'm gonna write yeah. that down. Someone heard it somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, but yeah, no, it's it's funny how many people. I I I can't stand CDs myself, but it's funny how many people still buy them at shows, just right. as the thing. You know, they go by and they they come by and they see, oh, this is nice, and and then they buy a CD and maybe they want it signed or maybe they just want the CD right. but who has a CD player? I don't have Not me. You know? Do you have a CD player, Jack? In my car. That's about it. In the car. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Addie, do you have one? I have one in the car. Ross used to live in, in the track. car, yeah. But I, don't, I have satellite radios. So yeah, yeah, there's that. Right. Yeah. No, no one, I mean, none of us have a CD player. Well, the download so card's a thing too. You know, you could do that. Yeah, but it's interesting that people still buy them at shows. I would be, oh, yeah. I'm surprised no, about I, that. Me Addie. too. Me too. Right. I've taken to uh, putting out stuff online in like four to six track EPs, and I think that's for the great. shows, it's uh, if you can you do know, it the full length albums. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think two I completely think, different vehicles. I think I the new thing out. should be could be uh, the four to six tracks every say six months to a year right, instead yeah. of the full length every eighteen months. But I'm coming on two years now, so it's time it's, to, yeah, time so to, time to put, out a, put out a body of work, so to speak. Well, you've got yeah. enough great songs, even the ones we've heard <laughs> over the last two years since the last record. I don't know. Don't blow sunshine up my ass, Grant. Okay. I just, you finished you think show. I wasn't being sincere about that? I I no, just, I thought you were. Uh, I think, but I think I've played plenty of songs on the show that aren't finished. So That yeah. was a great one. Thanks. I'll really go with that. Good. Thanks. Yeah. I'll yeah, look forward that. I liked it. Yeah, so, Addy, let's talk about Hell Yes Fest. Okay. What year is this for Hell Yes Fest? Um, four, th- four. This is the yes. fourth. Hell Yes Fest is a comedy festival here in New Orleans oh, once a year cool. in November. Film and s- sketch too. It's in October this year. It's October. Okay. What Usually it's in November, but what dates is it? It is. So it's two weekends. So it's the first through the tenth. The first through the tenth of October. Yeah. So it's That's today practically, isn't it? Uh, Nearly, tomorrow. Right. Oh my god! Okay, so it's right now, current events. Yeah, so it's this upcoming weekend, and then the next weekend after that. We have just expanded so much that, and we have so much content um, that we're doing film and sketch comedy in the first weekend, and then the second weekend will be improv and stand up. Wow! Um, so yeah, it's Man, much so bigger. It's really grown, huge. Yeah, and we also we. Um, we did uh, what do you call it? Applications, not app- submissions. We did submissions this year, so we got a lot of performers submitting. Mm-hmm. So we kind of had to break it up because we had so many people. Well, so people are now the festival because the festival started off with basically the new movement theater guys, mm-hmm. Chris True and so on. Yeah, the new movement here, and then in the new movement in Austin, right. and for we also had a, a Houston branch for a little while, but they've kind of gone and, and done their own thing. They have their own theater now, um, but we were pretty much just doing in-house getting performers in-house but it, it's grown so much and we've had such really amazing performers the last few years from all over the country so this is a festival that com- other comedians around the country want to come to now yeah it's pretty cool i think we were, li- cool. we were listed on some article about being like um a travel worthy destination um in october okay. which awesome. is wow. pretty awesome that it's, is a, it's the biggest awesome. comedy festival in the gulf south so well there's one thing i could say i mean talk about you know the, the the new movement theater is everything they do is great, actually. Yeah. It's not. It's it's really a great, a reliable place to go anytime you want to act, see improv. It's it's all improv, right? Uh, it's improv, stand up, and sketch. Is it? It's stand up too. I mean, there are no uh, stand up classes because right. that would be absurd and silly. <laughs> but um, but, but it's a really reliable place to go to see really really great comedy. And comedy is yeah. not that easy to pull off. And there's other places around town where you go and you're like you have to be poli- either drunk or politely. Yeah, I, well, comedy has really grown in the city, and the people in the city have, have become really good audience members for comedy. It's mm. not something that people just know how to do. To be honest, you kind of have to train people over time. But the city's been really great in terms of just like balancing like fun party and like being a good audience and, and it's a lot of fun and, and most shows are in bars and things like that and you know sometimes they can get rowdy but for the most part comedy has grown so much that we have reliable audiences all over town 
Uh, you can see a show every night of the week if you wanted to. Just on a, on a, on a regular night, not yeah. part of Hell Yes Fest. Correct, right. yeah. Right on. So, so what's, what's the difference between Hell Yes Fest and a regular night then? Well, Hell Yes Fest, we have comedians coming from all over the country. We have big names this year, Tim Heidecker, we have Nikki Glazer, we have Todd Berry, we have Dunk, Doug Benson. Um, so those are like big names, but then we also have like the comics to watch from LA and New York and Chicago who are coming to do shows here. Um, we're just doing like really, really cool stuff all over the country. Um, and then we also have like their shows. They're bringing not just, you know, their sets, but their shows. So we have, um, picture this is a, is a big show where, uh, comics do stand up and then behind them animators draw things to their set. Mm. Um, so that's pretty cool. It's a really unique show. We have a bunch of unique shows like that. And where would that be held? Um, that one is at Hi Ho Lounge on fri- Friday. So you guys are taking over all kinds of all kinds of venues around town. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so you guys have a bunch of things going on at the same time, right? Yes. So, um, and it's kind of in the same hood. So it's all on Saint what's Claude. the etiquette yep. if I'm seeing a stand-up guy and I'm not really feeling him? So I know there's something else across the street. Is it okay to walk out? Yeah, I mean, I think that people want to see as much as they possibly can. Yeah. And I would definitely encourage you to see as much as you want. I mean, the etiquette's going to be different in every room. Mm. Because there are going to be some rooms where, like, you literally can't leave without the entire room turning their head and being like, what? What's that guy doing? Excuse yeah. me, pardon me, pardon yeah. me, excuse yeah. me, excuse <laughs> me. <laughs> I, I would think that most people wouldn't want to leave yeah. in that kind of show. Right. Um, but I think you should try and see as much as you want. And there's no reason to stay at a show you're not enjoying. Mm. That's the most important thing. Is the Fringe Fest kind of thing where there's a, you, you pay and you get a pass to go back and so forth between all of them? Or? This year, all the shows are individually priced, which is pretty cool because the shows are very reasonably priced. Most of them are $5 online and $7 at the door. Very cool. Unless you're seeing a big headliner and then it's like 12 or $15. That's so you can cool. see as many shows as you want for you know not too much money. So we don't have any passes this year. Um, they didn't sell super well last year because I think people want to see the shows they want to see. They don't want to pay for the entire right. festival. Sure. Yeah. Cool. This is exciting. Okay. I know. Cool. I'm so excited. Yeah. Who's so the funniest person there? <laughs> oh, me. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Good answer. Good what, answer. What, what are you doing? What are you, Eddie, what's, <laughs> how do we, where do we see you? Um, well, so I'm really lucky this year. I got a bunch of stuff going on. Um, on Thursday, you can see House Call uh, at Old Marker Theater. We are opening up for the world premiere of Cracking Up, which is a mental health channel original documentary series. What's funny Um, about that? uh, Well, it's a bunch of comedians talking about mental health, and then there's a big show at the end uh, where they do sets, and there's a competition, and I'm actually part of that, too. So, A bunch of comedians talking about mental health. Yeah, it's fun. Okay. It's, it's like, a, you know, you raise awareness for <laughs> it's mental it's health issues. And, uh, so that's not funny in itself. That's raising awareness. No, it's super funny. Yeah. <laughs> I would okay. find it funny. I personally, I would like it. Okay, all right. Yeah, you know, you know it's really, hour. really funny. There's okay. an, audi- there's an <laughs> audience for everything. Well, what's that called? Uh, that's called Cracking, Cracking up. up. Yeah, and that's going to be on Thursday night at Old Marker Theater at 8. It's Old Marker Theater. Yeah, so so because this the first weekend is uh, sketch and film, you're going to see a lot more like web series and, and okay. sketches and stuff like that. So the second weekend, which is the weekend of the 10th of October, mm-hmm. that's the more improv, improv and, stand-up, and stand-up. Yeah. Okay, um, and that's all over town as well. Yes. And we can yes. find out that at hellyesfest.com, I assume. Correct, yeah. And in, so what are you, are you doing your own set? Or in yeah, li- so I have a show. Liquid Ass. Or I have a show called Liquid Ass. Liquid <laughs> Ass. Awesome. It's a gross-out show. Yes. Um, uh, are you sponsored by the product Liquid Ass? No, we're not, but it that does. Would be wonderful. The name yeah. comes from there. Yeah, it's I'm a, ignorant it's of a, that. What is the product? It's a fart spray. Sweet. Oh. <laughs> Someone yeah. invented it's right a there in the name. Spray. I should have known that. Yeah. yeah. Okay. 
Uh, is it a big seller, the liquid ass? I think it's going to be a lot of fun. The lineup no, is... not you. I mean the spray. <laughs> fart spray. Oh, the fart spray. Yes. I'm sorry. I, you know, what, I'm under what circumstance would you, would you purchase that? For what reason? <laughs> what circumstances would you <laughs> See, not I purchase would, I would have spray. great uses for it personally. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I think it's more of like a practical joke type thing. It's yeah. like, oh, someone <laughs> farted. <laughs> yeah, freak out your square coworkers. Uh, yeah. Liquid <laughs> ass. Okay. Back of comic books kind of deal. <laughs> it's not actually a liquid, though, right? Liquid ass. No, well, I mean, it's a spray. I guess it's an aerosol. It's an aerosol. aerosol it's, ass. Yeah, well, it you. starts aerosol. as a liquid, but yeah. Okay. Processed I guess it's aerosolized in a. Yeah. Uh, That's a lot of chemistry talk that I probably <laughs> wouldn't be able. Well, I think to when you have a to. spray can that aerosolizes, like you know, deodorant or liquid ass, there's not actually a gas in there. It's a no, liquid. No, it's liquid. Yeah, you yeah. can right. probably and shake then it. Something happens inside the can when you push the thing that aerosolizes. What does actually happen, Jack? You're a scientist. Oh, I don't know. I'm, I've only known about this product for about 20 seconds. Well, now what happens? Well, I mean, what happens in this? You know, in like a spray can of paint. Well, there's liquid, and then uh, how does it, it turn? Into, <laughs> how does it turn into that aerosol? They've got the propellant, and it goes through the thing, and there you go. You've got mm-hmm. spray. That's that's my understanding. Of I have it. no yeah. idea. Do you know? It's worked for me so work? far. I mean, it's some sort of little nozzle there. That's that's Thank you, yeah. that's that's spreading it out at such a pressure. That it, it becomes tiny it's pressure. Pressure. Yeah. pressure. Pressure. Pressure is the key. It gets okay, smaller right. and breaks up, right? Mm. Right. So yeah. pressure is the key. It's forcing the liquid through a very small. It's technically still liquid tube. when it's coming out. It's just very it's small droplets. I'm right. Yeah. Pretty so it is sure liquid ass. It's the right. exact concept of a fart. Yeah. I'm pretty sure. Well, yeah. It's just oh, it yeah. replaced the okay. liquid with shit. Yeah. JP Catacombs is calling. Beer. We're not taking that. Can, would you like him to say something satanic really quickly? Yeah. If you yeah, want yeah. to put him on, oh, that'd be great. Oh, put yeah. him on speaker and we can hear it. JP. Okay, so look, I'm on a uh, radio show, so I build you as uh, being able to say something utterly satanic uh, right here real quick. So you're on the spot and go. Oh, right now? Yeah, right now. Go ahead. Go. Oh, well, all right. Um... Shit, wait a minute, wait a minute, uh, survive, Jack. Come on, you're giving us a bad name. Satanic, satanic, go. Yeah, that's the kind of phone nice. calls Ross gets. Talk your way, everybody. Okay. I got like the same phone call from my mom. How weird is that? That's so weird. That's nice of JP to call in just good to, to say hi. Yeah, yeah. yeah JP Catacombs. <laughs> well, that's just not his real name, is it? No, Mr. Catacombs. The room that he works in. <laughs> JP Catacombs. Okay. So Liquid Ass is also your show. So you took the name. You stole the name Liquid Ass. I stole. I have absolutely no rights to that name whatsoever. I would like to see a cease and desist from the manufacturers of Liquid Ass. That would be interesting. <laughs> I would also like to see them right. be serious about it. Make a whole bit out of that just yeah. alone. Wow. <laughs> My goodness. Do you sell liquid ass at the gig? I don't know. You should. Yeah, you need to get onto that. <laughs> oh, I should. I should do more gimmicky things. You're right. Yeah, That's you're right. right. Yeah, nothing but gimmicks. Get gimmicky. <laughs> so what's up What's up with liquid ass the show? It's pretty much just like gross out humor. People tell stories about gross shit that happens to them. Uh, a lot of stories about pooping in their pants. Pretty much guaranteed mm-hmm. at least like five stories about, you know, pooping in your pants and everyone watching. Mm. That's a lot of fun. Mm. I had the last show we did, the headliner, the last comic, he actually didn't make it because he was stuck in the bathroom. So <laughs> I actually consider that the most successful show I've had yeah, so far. That's pretty good. Yeah. Congratulations. Yeah. Thank you. And dedicated. Where, yeah. do you, uh, where do you get to see Liquid Ass? Where is it? Um, so that's going to be next Friday at Birdie's Cafe. It's on St. Claude uh, at 8.30. And where do you normally do it? I usually do it at the New Movement. You do it at the New Movement? Yeah, yeah we've done it the first Friday of the month at midnight. Where does New Movement <laughs> That's also in St. Claude, 2706 St. Claude. And do the stories of taking a crap in your pants have to be true? Or you just have to I mean, come they up don't, with a They don't a have joke, to be. You just but, have to be funny, know. right? Entertaining, yeah? Yeah, sure. But, so I not, mean, how are you like not going to tell a true one? Yeah, right? yeah really. Everybody's got... Mm-hmm. If you hear somebody tell a true story about pooping their pants, how are you going to be like, I have this fake one it's about pooping their pants? <laughs> <laughs> so it's like the Moth Radio Hour, but it's about shit. Yeah, but like for children... Um, <laughs> ideally, I would love if there were like children and yes. like uh, like serious adults mm-hmm. at that show. I had, mm. I did um, good idea a show in Denver Get once, the- <coughs> and there was like a nine year old boy in the front row, and I was like, oh my god, 
this is the best show I've ever done. <laughs> I'm so excited to just send all my jokes straight to this little kid. There you go. And that's your sort of wow. that's your sort of target audience. Sure, yeah, for like half of my jokes. Mental age of nine. Yeah, that's well, that's, that's never, pretty good. That's never put anybody wrong, really. It's a whole of Hollywood works. It's all been there. Concept. Yeah. What's the mental age? What are you pitching your movie targeted at, Jack? Sort of uh, it's more any, of an adult. Anybody. Yeah. You know, yeah. Anybody with five bucks. <laughs> anybody with five bucks. You can right, come yeah. along and, and see right. it on October 16th. 16th yeah. Where do we find that online? Is there a website? Jacklock.com slash targeted. Okay. And Jacklock is... J-A-K-L-O-C-K-E because i got to make it difficult. Yeah. .com slash targeted. Yeah. Do you also own Jacklock spelt wrong? Yes, That's I do. <coughs> That, that was owned by some guy who was putting a bunch of really misogynistic blogs up in the UK for a while, but I ended up buying it back when he let it expire. So, yeah. Good idea. So, it doesn't matter how you spell Jack Lock, you're going to get to Jack You'll Lock. You'll find it. Yeah. As long as you spell target. lock correctly, you got it. Okay. Yeah. We're going to have to get out of here. So, we've got yep. that taken care of. Targeted the movie. Correct. Hell Yes Fest. Yep. This is the most like promotional type show no we've, we've ever done. Everybody's got a And House of Shock. This is like this is like a real like TV show. Yeah. We're going to get on if you've got something to sell. Well done. Which we never usually do at all. But that is exciting. That's three awesome things you guys are up to. Very good. Yeah. Okay. What's well, gonna that's gonna be a busy weekend for us. Seems like we go yeah. do all that yeah. stuff. Okay, right. we've done all that. Okay, so we're out of here. That's the end of Happy Hour. Thank you so much for joining us. If you're keeping score at home, Jack Locke. Eddie Nahera and Ross Koppelman and Andrew Duhon. Mm. That's it. Thanks so much for joining us. That's Happy Hour. The producer of our show is Graham DePonte. Our associate producer and technical director is Chris Kehoe. Christian Unruh is our music director. And our theme music was written by and is being played by Mitch Foreman. If you'd like to be on the show and you can sit around a table for about an hour and have a free drink, drop us a line. Our address is on our website, itsneworleans.com, where you can also check out many other hours of Happy Hour along with some other shows we produce here. Out to lunch with Peter Raschuti, live from Commander's Palace, true to the game, with the fabulous Chris True. Midnight Menu, plus one with Margot Moss and the man who ate New Orleans, Ray Canata, Louisiana Eats with Poppy Tooker, Milo's Music Parlor with Kim Vu, and the revolutionary new way to buy a house. You can hear that podcast here as well. That's called Unlisted NOLA. You can keep up with us on Facebook and Twitter and a bunch of other time-sucking social media. On all of it, we're called It's New Orleans. You can find photos from this show on itsneworleans.com and also on our Facebook and Google Plus pages. Those photos were taken today by the fabulous Alison Moon right over there. If you're listening to this show on iTunes or on Stitcher or on some other podcast app you prefer, thank you very much for subscribing to us. Take a moment, if you can, to stop and rate and review us. That helps other people find us. Our show is recorded live today at Wayfair on Ferret Street, where they put fine dining into a sandwich, fine booze into a glass, and have a fabulous brunch here all Saturday and all Sunday. Happy Hour is a podcast of I Know Broadcasting for itsneworleans.com. For Andrew Duhon, everyone around the table here at Wayfair, back at our office at I Know Broadcasting, and Graham DePonte, our producer. Thank you so much for joining us. I'm Grant Morris. We'll see you back here next week on Happy Hour.